friends, here here's a lesson that revealed itself to me on the stream a few days ago. Uh, and it really works this way for me, like uh, especially fishing alone. I fish with friends sometimes, and it's totally awesome. We'll talk about that in another episode because I'm sure I'll draw some hokey correlation to programming with other people and alone in the future. But fishing alone is so different than fishing with people. I love both of them, but fishing alone is almost spiritual for me. It's like uh, this sort of like Pocahontas, uh, like uh, Colors of the Wind type thing, you know, where every rock and tree and creature has a name, that kind of thing. And and these lessons, you know, I I'm I like to make all this. I'm more romantic about this than is necessary, and that's part of the fun for me. But uh, and that's why I use language like the river teaches me things. And but it, it really sort of feels this way where I'm fishing and I'll just feel like the river taught me a lesson. And really what that means is I'm fishing and I have some thought about how what I'm doing wrong and how I can do better and then how I can correlate that to the rest of my life, whatever. But you know, that. that's why we're here. So here's one of those things. I was uh, fishing a hole and when I say hole, I just mean like a deep run of water because that's where steelhead hold. They need deep water so they feel protected, um, but they, they need current still. So if it's dead water, they don't like that. They need current because they're trout and they swim upstream. Um, yeah, so they need current and it needs to be deep enough to hold steelhead. So when I say I'm fishing a hole, that's what I mean. And there's not like depending on the creek, you know, holes aren't all over the place. Like there, you know, there might be like five good holes on the entire creek, but Anyway, um, so I'm fishing a hole and I'm fishing it and I'm unsure of what the, the water's really murky. So I have no hope of seeing the bottom and I don't want to go walk over there. Uh, by the way, I'm wearing waders. So you're actually in the river, which is hugely important to the experience for me. It's such a cool feeling to walk into a river. There is, there's no boundaries. It's not like you have to walk on sidewalks. It's like the river is just as walkable as the stuff outside the river. Um, but you don't want to disturb the fish. So I'm fish. I'm in the river fishing a hole, but, uh, you know, I can't just like walk over there and stick a stick down or just step in and see, you know, how deep it is because then I would scare all the fish away. So I don't know. It's a question mark and I'm fishing it and I have to guess. And so I really can't tell the right height to put my indicator, which again is a fancy word for a bobber. And if you're thinking, wait, you're fly fishing and you're using a bobber. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Um, there's lots of different techniques to fly fish. And one of them that's really, really popular is using an indicator, um, which is kind of like just fishing with a bobber, except you're casting differently in the fl- you're using a fly instead of like a worm or something. It's, it's a little bit different, but yeah, it's like kind of the same. So how high to put that indicator is one of those variables that I was talking about in the last episode. And I don't know what to do like uh yeah but i realized that i know something that is more valuable i know what direction to err i now know that better to err on the side of too long meaning uh there's too much line between your indicator and your fly than to err on the side of too short i've spent so much time in my early days of fishing all but a year ago fishing line that's too short and the fly never gets down to the fish and you think there's no way that that's five feet deep um the weird thing is that the line if the river's five feet deep your line should probably be like 
seven feet long because it's not straight up and down. It's, it's like dragging. Um, so anyway, so it just kind of hit me that like, ah, this is an insight. Knowing what direction to air is extremely important. If you don't know the right way, if you don't know how to hit it, hit the nail on the head, do you know what direction to air? And in this case I did. And so I had to remind myself like, okay, air on the side of too long, because if it's, if it's too, too long, you know, a fish could still pick it up, even if it's dragging across the ground. If it's too high, they're not even going to see it. And you have no idea how high it is. And if you err on the side of too long, you'll end up hitting the bottom a lot. And then that'll tell you like, okay, shorten up a little bit. So here's the programming lesson that I think is now is like glaringly obvious that abstractions in programming, it's all about abstractions. We're always abstracting, making functions and classes. That really is the difference between you know, making a program work and making a program maintainable is finding the right abstractions, finding the the code to isolate, um, the behavior to isolate and co-locate is incredibly important. And that's the journey that I love. That Those are the things that I love is that experience of refactoring and finding the better abstractions and finding the code to co-locate and whatever. So uh, in programming, if you're not going to hit the abstractions right on, like you just won't, that's something that you just, I've just never been able to do is hitting the abstractions right the first time is very, very, very difficult. So there's two directions that you can err. You can err at the side of more abstractions than are necessary, or you can err on the side of less abstractions. So for example, the dry principle, you know, you could duplicate a piece of code. Um, you see a duplicate piece of code and you go, oh, I don't want to duplicate the piece of code, so I'll abstract it into something. And then down the road, you get bitten by that abstraction because it doesn't fit a new use case. There's a new change that needs to be accounted for, and you start adding if statements all over the place. And then your abstraction starts to break down and becomes another headache in the code base. Where, uh, so the opposite direction is where you just don't abstract the thing and you leave duplicated code all over the place. It's still an error because duplicated code can cause issues. You change some behavior in one part, not knowing that another part sort of expresses that same behavior, but you didn't add that new if statement to that section of the code. And then let's say something on your user side doesn't reflect something on your admin panel or something like that. A user profile page in their profile editor versus the public facing one in the next to the blog post or something, you know, you didn't add the condition there because you had duplicated code. So both sides are errors. They're not the right abstraction. But in my experience, it is better to err on the side of less abstractions. I always benefit from erring on the side of less abstractions because it is easier then to find the right abstractions. It's easier to go from no abstraction to the right one than it is to go from too much back to the right one. It is so much more difficult because when you over abstract, I, I don't even have to tell this to you. I'm sure this is like things that you you feel very much in your experience and have probably heard a thousand times before. So some people have like this rule of thumb, like don't abstract just because you duplicated something once. If you duplicated it twice, meaning there's three instances of that thing, then make an abstraction. Um, and I, I sort of live by that rule, I guess. It's not a rule to me. Um, I, I don't have it sort of codified in my brain as that. I don't have like an if statement running while I'm writing code. Like, is this a third time duplicate? I just kind of go with the feel of it. But, uh, but yeah, so that is something that I found to be profoundly true in programming and when it comes to abstractions. And there's so many different instances that I'm sure exist that I just can't think of right now because I'm shooting from the hip. Um, I'm sure there's things with security, like erring on the side of like uh, more secure or less secure. I, I would really need to think of a specific instance to really 
you know, get into that, but whatever. So it is true. And it is a lesson that I've learned on the stream and it was revealed to me by the river and it totally applies to programming. Knowing which direction to err is just as important as, I don't know, as what is it as important as it's just super important knowing which direction to err. So yeah, that's that. I will see you in the next episode, which I'm probably going to keep recording because why not? See ya.